Welcome back to Stories in Science podcast. My name is Fanyon Mwindi, and today I'll be reading a story from Dr. Katima Paul from the Department of Integrative Biology and Physiology at UCLA, where he is an associate professor. This was a story that was published on our website on February 9th, 2017. Fun fact is that Dr. Paul is actually a former advisor of mine from my undergraduate days at Morehouse College. His work examines the genetic regulation of sleep, and more importantly, how genetic heterogeneity influences the ability to recover from sleep loss. The story begins. I have known I wanted to be a scientist since I was a kid. My earliest memory of wanting to be a scientist was seven years old. Science was my favorite class and I thought it was just simply cool. My mom told me that I could be whatever I wanted to be and that if I wanted to be a scientist, then I would be one. Three years later, my mom passed suddenly from a brain aneurysm. Scientists come from everywhere, but not many come from my Shaw neighborhood in Washington, D.C. in the 80s. It is a beautiful neighborhood, but in those days, it was infested with drugs and violence. The odds of a black kid raised by a single dad in the middle of a crime-infested neighborhood becoming a competitive scientist were not that great. Fortunately for me, I never knew that. I was not the best student, but I excelled at math and science. I was undisciplined. Most teachers had neither the time nor the patience to deal with a kid who ace tests, but disrupted the class regularly. But there were those who did, and they defined my path, um, my path toward becoming a scientist. In Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School in DC, there were about five of them. Their patients was unflappable. I could try every shenanigan in the book, but they refused to give up on me. In inner city DC in the 80s, they had every problem imaginable in their classrooms, but they still put in the extra time to prevent me from throwing away my abilities. These are the people who enrich our pipeline of promising scientists. But there was another motivation also. The teachers who did not believe in me Teachers who did not, who told me that I would never become a scientist. The teachers who told me that I didn't have what it takes, and that I was too undisciplined to achieve anything of substance in life. These teachers also drove me. They drove me to prove them wrong. They drove me to show them that they had no idea what they were talking about. I have not allowed these kinds of people to discourage me, but I have created a space where their doubts become fuel for my goals, and I thoroughly enjoy proving them wrong. I have had a great fortune of being taught and trained by outstanding scientists. These mentors did not care about my past, or my challenges, or my race, or my economic status. They recognized my potential, and they committed to helping me realize it. They made sacrifices in their own careers to train bright and talented students. These are the people who sustain science. Discovery is paramount. And those who make the great discoveries deserve the accolades that follow. However, the ability to sustain your craft by finding and training the students to become the best is thankless, but extremely rewarding endeavor. It is one to which I have dedicated my career. More importantly, I seek out and train bright students from traditionally underrepresented groups. In order for biomedical science to serve the public at large, it must have a representation from the public at large. 
it is critical as students from underrepresented backgrounds that have the aptitude to be competitive in the biomedical science be exposed to in innovative research whenever possible. In order to expand our pipeline of future scientists, we must make sacrifices. It is important to recognize that discovery is paramount, but teaching and training is the only way to sustain discovery. And here the story ends. Again, if you want to explore this story and read it further, please visit our website at storiesinscience.org. Until next time, bye.